Hi, Haim. Hello, Rebecca. How are you? I am good, and I am very, very excited about today. Yes, why? Who have you got? Well, we have been talking about getting agencies and brands to talk to us because it's always nice to have fresh perspectives, especially from their end. And today we've got Lindsay Wilson, who is from Mediacom. Actually, uh, I see her joining right now. Hi. Hello. Hi. Thank you for joining us. Thanks for having me. Yeah, Haim is very excited for this uh, conversation, this chat. Yes, so Lindsay is from Mediacom MBA, which is a separate division as part of Mediacom. And while I know what it is, not everyone does. And I'd learn to, I'd love to learn more. So Lindsay, if you could tell us a little bit about what MBA does, what you do. Sure, absolutely. Um, so MBA actually stands for Mediacom Beyond Advertising. Um, I joke that we have an awareness problem because we're always referring to ourselves as MBA and everybody's like, what does that stand for? So, um, really smart. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I do not have an MBA, but I do work for MBA. Um, the logo that we usually use just says MBA. So now because of this awareness issue, I've, I've made the team start to use our full logo so that everyone knows exactly what it stands for. So, um, so Mediacom Beyond Advertising is a global division of Mediacom. Um, it's present in most markets um, around the world, and really, MBA is um, a specialization division in content. So that spans across content strategy, production, influencer marketing, media partnerships, integration, sponsorships, and experiential. And the division looks a little bit different in every country, but everything I just listed is, is what we do in Canada. And the division has existed for about 15 years in Canada before media agency is, is uh, pretty remarkable. Not a lot of media agencies have a division like that, or it's it's much, much newer and not as established. So um, yeah, we get to do some really fun work. And I lead a, a team of really uh, wonderfully creative and talented people. And we get to work across clients, across the agency and across platforms. So it's always interesting. Everyone is trying to start planning for the future, trying to start planning for what's coming next. In your opinion, uh, what are the strategies that brands should start looking at right now as we prepare for lockdowns to be lifted, you know? And why is it even more important to think of non-traditional forms of marketing and advertising like branded content, like influencer marketing at this point? Mm -hmm. um, I, th I think that strategies that a brand needs to look for, um, you know, moving forward, as we get back to some form of normalcy is being helpful. Um, it's been really difficult, not just for companies, but for individuals and smaller businesses. And I think that people and businesses need to uh, sort of work together and, and help one another. So, you know, that could be a brand being helpful towards their consumers in any way that they can um, through their business or people supporting local businesses. And I think you've already kind of seen that throughout this process, but whatever our new normal is going to look like, it's still not going back to the way that we were. So I think that we need to continue to um, like journey down the path together. Yeah. And do you think uh, coming up with interesting content and you know, things like, things like all of the stuff that you mentioned, right? Will really push brands uh, to become those ambassadors of you know, someone who's helping and, and someone who's there for consumers? Yeah, I think I think that the way we 
consumed media in the past has been greatly altered. Um, you know, the way that we're, we're looking at things and consuming content has changed so much. And that's in the form that we're receiving the content, like which channels and um, how brands are talking to us. I think that um, mediums like out of home are not gonna be as relevant for a long time as people will continue to work from home even you know, after things start to, to normalize a little bit. Um, experiential marketing won't be existent until you know, large gatherings are, are allowed again. And I think the way and the communication, um, the way brands are talking to, to people, um, we've all been feeling a lot of stuff during quarantine, there's just, it's all the feelings all the time. And um, I, I think the best way to communicate with people is again, like to be helpful. So either entertain or to help distract people, help them learn something, provide them with a utility. And that means so much to people um, that they will remember you and your brand as uh, someone who's kind of gone through this experience with them and help them get through it. And I think that's really impactful and brands need to, to keep that in mind. Absolutely. It's more than just plugging your product. It's building that sort of story with them. Absolutely. And I think the channels in which to do that, and we've seen like digital, social, and influencer marketing absolutely have been uh, the, the top channels through this time. And people are spending so much time in front of their computers and, um, and want a distraction. And, uh, you know, on our end, we've been seeing high demand in those channels and, and for that type of content. Can experiential be virtual? Yes, um, I think so, uh, to a degree. There, there have been talks about all kinds of all kinds of things, like um, actually a creative agency that I absolutely love, uh, Rethink. I think they're the best agency in Canada. Um, creatively, I love all of the work that they do. They uh, produce this puzzle for Heinz, and it's just ketchup, and it's just it's just a like a red puzzle and but that that's experience for people you know you could you could purchase it and and do the puzzle at home and puzzling has gone wild throughout quarantine um people are having a hard time finding puzzles i've seen on you know facebook groups that i'm on people are like in search of puzzles uh just last night i ordered uh two puzzles there's this awesome company i'd never heard of it's called peace together so peace like p-i-e-c-e -E. um and they've produced uh, puzzles of local businesses. So the local businesses have sent them pictures of their business and people can order the puzzle for a minimum uh, donation of $35 and $15 or more goes to the business. So super cool, um, very experiential. It's giving back as well. And it's about giving back and helping people with some sort of distraction or activity. Um, but we've also seen uh, musicians, bands, start to talk about having um, like drive-in concerts so people go in their cars. So I think that there still are some experiential opportunities in different capacities, um, but we're kind of just learning about those and, and coming up with them on, on the fly right now, adapting to, to the, new, the new normal. The new normal. I need to actually admit this, but we actually now get excited to see when the flyers are dropped off and go to the window and be like, it's flyer day. You, you triggered me with the flyer topic. I, the Canadian tire flyer came yesterday oh, and I got so excited. My husband laughed at me. I was, I was pumped. I like, I sat down with a glass of wine and yes. through the flyer. I'm like, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
yeah it's it's childlike excitement i in your experience handling everything that's beyond advertising what are the common misconceptions when it comes to these kind of avenues such as branded I, I would say that the biggest misconception that we get with branded content is that it doesn't drive um, any uh, any metrics for your brand, which is a complete myth. We've had uh, campaigns where we've had the needle moved more through the content we've produced than any other channel or their regular brand ads. And that can be across brand affinity or awareness or even conversions. We've seen a lot of success. Um, and I think it's important. I mean, for us, trying to battle those conversations are really hard before you have solid proof. You know it in your gut. But until you have proof to share with other clients um, and other brands, it's, it's a little hard. So for us, we um, have been trying to build case studies that we can share with brands to show them like, you know, here, here, look at the impact or encourage them to test uh, something, you know, measurement is so important. And I think a lot of brands still are not measuring. Um, branded content is obvious or often seen as a sort of an add on or a separate thing outside of the rest of your marketing communications. And it shouldn't be everything should should work together. Um, you know, from your branded content to your web ads, to your TV spot, to, to whatever. And I think, I think it's important to treat it holistically and to measure it holistically to see what channels are working best for you. And I, I would, you know, presume from what I have seen, they would see uh, some really great movement with, with the content. Yeah, and it, you know, it's definitely one of those uh, situations where the brand needs to realize that their brand uh, essence, you know, their brand values, if that's the strong message, then it will carry across everything that's created. And I mean, we've known for a long time that adverti traditional advertising just doesn't resonate uh, in the same way. And yet it's still difficult to get brands on board. And from my own work working in scripted uh, with branded entertainment, I mean, that's even harder. And yet it had much more of an impact. Um, you know, with, and it can, there was a huge conversion rate. So there was, we had actual data and, and um, that's important. And I would think that Mediacom, you have access to the best resources in mining data. Mm -hmm. A little bit about that and how it, that all happens. Yeah, we're really fortunate um, being within Mediacom in the way that we're set up. While we are a division of content experts, we sit surrounded by um, you know, really great media planners and, and thoughtful people in our research and insights team and our strategy department. We have a whole team that comes together to work on, on things like this. So you're getting the best minds across each part of the campaign and, you know, making sure we're all working together and that everything connects and everything um, is communicating the same type of message or value uh, of the brand. Mm -hmm. And our, our research and insights team have done a really great job at, at measuring these campaigns and coming back to us with some really solid results um, that we've been able to use to encourage clients to continue down the same path or pivot or, or whatever. But I do think it's important to measure everything because if, you know, I, th I think you stand to, to lose some money or waste some money on 
investing in channels or formats of content that aren't going to drive any business results for you. So when the idea is going to bring affinity, that will also mess things up. So understanding what you're aiming for and what you're mm-hmm. doing will also be helpful in achieving the results you're looking for. Of course. And I think it's, uh, it's important for us and for our media planners to make sure the, uh, the client understands what role each uh, element is playing. So um, while content can drive really great brand ma- metrics in terms of affinity or even purchase intent, depending on the, the channel, we see our, our content through influencer marketing drives a lot of conversions. But, you know, content is great, but there is still a hugely important role for your ads. They need to be retargeting people who have seen your content to help, you know, push, push people down the funnel um, to convert. Yeah, that's amazing. So I come from uh, the production side of, of things. So you know, what are brands and agencies looking for in their in vendors, production companies, publishers? Like my media partners and, and production companies, I want to know what people are working on. I want to know what the newest, coolest thing is that we can bring to our, our clients. We work in a few different capacities. Sometimes we're reaching out to brief our partners and sometimes um, we're getting proactive ideas, which I love. I wanna be on top of everything that's out there in the industry and make sure that we're identifying opportunities um, as they, they come up. There's this whole seamless flow that goes from one medium to the next and the campaign becomes a campaign versus yeah. content. Absolutely, and I think um, like in the beginning stages of keeping that open dialogue and, and conversation and relationship so that we can identify these opportunities. Once you're in that opportunity, collaboration is key. Everybody wants to feel like they have an equal say about what's, you know, what's happening. And that includes the brand, the agency and the production partner. Yeah. So it's something that we're building together and, and um, you know, and not just here's, here's the idea. This is what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, let's build it as a team. I wanted to ask, are there any brands or campaigns recently that have got your attention that, you know, something that we can learn from them? That have? Mm-hmm. Just in general, I've seen a lot of brands giving up um, their ad space or lending their channels to smaller companies that need help. Yeah. And that is just like, that gives me all the feels. That's so yeah. nice. And that, that goes back to what I was talking about earlier is like helping each other. And like, I know we're all in this together we are all in separate boats in this, you know, unchartered time and, and, you know, going through different experiences, but uh, together we need to, to move through this and, and look beyond. And it's nice to see bigger companies lending ad space to smaller businesses that, that need help. I'm sick of seeing on social media and, you know, Twitter every day about another business that has had to close down and mm. like local businesses. It's really sad. Yeah, and you know, there is that real flip side, and it's sort of happening in every kind of industry. So whether it's a company that is repurposing for, you know, to to deal with the pandemic, or as you said, companies that are uh, lending their channels for small business, or to say thank you to frontline workers, or even the culture that existed before where it was like just the celebrity, but now it's really, we realize like we all are of value and uh, the heroes and the celebrities are the everyday people and how their light's shining through. So there has been this real democratization 
that's happening right now. And, uh, and it, that's a beautiful thing because there's a lot of, of, you know, stuff that's happening that's not so great right now. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think the more we can shine lights and smile a lot and make each other feel good is the best way to go. See, I told you I'm a hugger. Yeah, I am too. I'm going to have a really hard time after this not hugging people. What's the funniest way you've entertained yourself, Lisa? I have not had to entertain myself too much. I have an almost four-year-old daughter at home, and my husband and I have both been working throughout this, so we don't have a lot of time. Uh, I have not been bored once, which is good, and I'm not complaining. I feel incredibly fortunate to still be employed, and, um, you know, everybody's healthy, and uh, so... I guess the things that we've been doing aside from working, I haven't gotten to making TikTok videos or baking bread yet, yeah, uh, yeah. but who knows? We'll, we'll be here for a while. What is one habit you have picked up during lockdown? Shopping. Shopping? Online, online shopping. Yeah. It, and it, it has become a habit. It's, it's terrible, but yeah. I've also started eating a lot of chips at night. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah I have to break that habit. Yeah. Well, I mean, or not. I mean, or not. It's been really great talking to you. Um, it's been great talking to you as well. Well, whenever we do these chats, it's like, I don't know, I've become really invested in the person that we're talking to. And I'm like, can we do this again? Can we just set these up? Like, you know? Just keep yeah. Talking. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a nice break from, uh, from the usual routine. So it was really nice to talk to you both. Well, we Thank really you so much. It. Yeah. Okay. And thank you for all the insights that you provided. I'm sure Hopefully. everyone will love to hear them and ask more. Any last thoughts? No, this has been really nice. I've, I've enjoyed talking to you both. And, and I love what you're doing with the, the, the conversations. I've watched them. And it's, it's nice to see how people are doing and, and hear everybody's experiences and, and their thoughts on the future. So it's going to be a, an interesting evolution the next few months. Yes. Touche. Yeah, with that, uh, thank you. And uh, Lindsay, we will talk to you soon. Thanks very much. Bye.